what you could put into the service today, whether it's a prayer, a testimony, a song. Uh, I pray that you don't leave here thinking, I got nothing out of it. Maybe today was not your day to get anything, but to bring something. Did you ever think about that? Well, I've had to here lately think a lot on that. And the fact is, you know, God's children can get so spoiled and they can get so set in their ways that they lose their appetite for God and the Word of God and the power of God and the songs of God. But I want you to turn with me to the third chapter of Colossians verse 1. It says, If ye then being risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall he also appear with them in glory. Ye shall appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. In the which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. Now I want you to know that Paul was instructing us here in this next verse. What things should we avoid? Well, Paul said, but now ye also put off all these. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. And I'd like to say, may God add a blessing to his word today. Folks, I want you to know that if you have been reading your Bibles and you've been studying the word of God in the past year or two years or even more, I want you to know that I, I've been reading this, this Bible for probably close to 40 years now. And I'm beginning to see things that other people don't see. I'm beginning to hear the media, uh, the talk radio, and and seeing things uh, on the religious programs, on the Jimmy Swagger programs, on different uh, different ones. And and I want you to know today that the role, the problem with our whole worldwide church today is that. We have getting used to the dark. We are getting used to this world and the things that goes on in this world. But Paul tells the Colossians here, he's telling us, hey, don't set your sights on this world. Don't be looking down here and, and desiring and wanting it to be better. Amen. It's not going to be better for the Christians. Amen. Now, it might be getting better for the evil and the wicked, but everybody knows if you're staying in the Word of God, they're they've got an end to come to, amen? And it is an end of destruction. But I want you to know something today, amen? We are to keep reading. We are to keep praying. We are to keep searching. You know, I think about back in the biblical time when uh, the Bible says that Peter was in jail 
Where was the church? Amen. Was the church somewhere hiding? Uh, was the church somewhere scared? Was the church uh, uh, just so disroth or just so aggravated that they just went home and quit? No, the Bible says that they was at a prayer meeting. Amen. Uh, they had met at one of the homes and began to pray for Peter. Uh, and the Bible says that an angel of the Lord came that night, amen, and smote Peter on the side and said, Get up uh, and gird yourself, put your clothes on, you're getting ready to leave here. What was going on, Larry? The Bible says that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Uh, the church was at a home prayer meeting, uh, uh, praying for Peter uh, uh, to be able to escape this prison. And I want you to know, the Bible says that when Peter got out and he began to walk, he realized that he was not in a vision, he was not in a trance, it was not a dream, but the angel had actually delivered him out of Herod's hand, amen. And the Bible says that he went and knocked on the door, and when the little damsel came to the door, she looked at and out of amazement, run back and tried to get him to stop praying. And she said, Peter is at the door. One of them said, you lost your mind. Go away, amen. Don't you know that's the way religious people are, amen. They're praying a myth. They're praying things that they don't even believe. But I want us to be different, amen. I want us to know that Jesus is soon coming, amen. We ain't got no business, amen, wrapping ourselves up in politics. We've got no business Amen. Wrapping ourselves up in negative talk and filthy communication. Amen. But we need to be desiring a soon coming king. And we need to be looking for him and letting our light shine in a world, amen, that is so full of gloom and doom right now that they may help to wonder what you have that makes you keep on keeping on. Amen. What do you have that makes you keep singing and whistling while everybody else is wanting to cry? While everybody else is wanting to get on depression medicine? While everybody else is looking doom and gloom? Well, i tell you something. I just read to you, amen, in that first verse. Now, amen. Let's go back to it and see what Paul said. Uh, Paul said, If ye then being risen with Christ, that's what makes a difference. Amen. Have you rose from your dead old uh, body uh, that was uh, full of sin? Have you been risen with a risen Savior? Have you got hope? Amen. Have you got life springing up on the inside of you? That's what makes the difference. Amen. Today, I don't care what the world says. Paul said it like this. They kept telling him, you keep preaching we're going to beat you again. He said, it's okay. It's for me to live as Christ for me to die as gain. You're not going to shut me up about Jesus. You're not going to, you're not going to with, take my joy you're not going to press me down like you have other people. Paul says, no, I'm going to shout. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to sing my songs. They whipped him. They put him in prison. They put Silas in prison with him. And what did they do, Larry? Instead of sitting there feeling sorry for one another and pitying, they began to sing a hymn, amen. And they began to talk about the goodness of God, amen. How do you talk about the goodness of God when somebody's just beating the guts out of you and you got blood running down your back, amen, over something that you was not guilty of, amen? You know what we do? Amen. Somebody can even tell just a little lie on us. Why does anybody want to pick on me for? Why does anybody say things about me? What, for goodness sakes, they never smoted you. They never spit on you. They never hit you. Amen. What have you got to be sad about? Amen. We're talking about two apostles. Amen. That was beaten half to death. Amen. And here they are laying in his jail cell, singing praise to God. Don't you know that God looked down and said, look at this. Amen. Look at this. 
They are praising me with blood running down their back. Hush angels. Because the Bible says angels sing around the realm and the throne of God continually. They don't hush. Their whole duty and job is to praise and lift up and exalt God Almighty. And he did, listen what I love about this. He, he took his ear past that. He said, I hear two little fellers down there in a jail cell. And I kind of like them what they're singing. Amen. And I believe he started patting them. Well, the Bible says that heaven is his home and earth is his footstool. And while he was patting that foot, that old jailhouse started shaking. Amen. And the Bible says that the bars of this prison just flew open. And evidently it must have put the lights out. Because Paul, the jailer, couldn't see that all the jailers, all the prisoners were still there. And he called for Amen. And, 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 and when he thought that they had he'd escaped. He grabbed his sword to stick it through himself, and Paul said, Ho, 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 ho! Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do that. We're all here. What made Paul different? Well, I just read to you. He was risen with Christ. He was risen. He had a new Paul inside, a new man inside. Amen. Now, the old Paul, which was Saul, would have said, Stick her through yourself. What you did was put that lash on me. Go ahead, shove her. Try to shove her between that fifth and sixth rib. You can. No, Paul said, do not step no harm. We are all here. See, what I'm trying to get you to understand today in this message. Our message has not changed due to politics. We still preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. We still are looking for a risen Savior to come back and get the church. I told Kenny the other day on the phone, I said, Kenny, I said, if the Christians are really who they say they are, right now we should be praising the Lord more than we've ever praised Him. Why, Mary? Why? Because the stage is being set and things are coming into line and in an order for the rapture of the church. What are you talking about, preacher? How, what do you mean? The Antichrist will not take over and start ruling until the church is gone. They're going to leave here. Well, what we're seeing right now in order is a one world order coming. Some of them told me, said, have you, have you read, have you looked at uh, Biden's cabinet, what he's preparing the people he's lining in? I said, no, I really haven't. No, I ain't concerned with it. Yeah, but I mean, there are some pretty evil people that's given it out. Ain't my, ain't my thing. Ain't my politics. Amen. I'm getting ready. I'm looking for a king. I'm looking for a savior. And I'm going to keep smiling. I'm going to keep laughing. I'm going to keep rejoicing. I, I, if I was I said this morning watching the news and I saw some things and uh, I, I just shook my head. I thought, wow. Wow. She's, she's, the bathtub's emptying pretty fast here. Water's running out of it pretty quick. This drain's been opened up. What are you talking about, preacher? Amen. Let me tell you something, folks. What we better understand and what we better realize is whatever happens in this world should not affect our joy in serving Jesus Christ. 
Amen. It should not affect them. Amen. And according to what Paul is saying here, hey, don't let your conversations become uh, filthy. Don't, don't, don't lower yourself down to talk on their level. Amen. Don't lower yourself to think on their level. Amen. This morning, I have to be honest with you. The devil come around and said, you know what I do? You know what you want to do? You to put your pistol in your side and march down there to the Capitol and, and, and just stand right with them and, and the fight coil and hold up your sign and everything. And then the Holy Spirit says, Steve, you ain't a citizen of this country. What are you fighting for? <laughs> what are you saying, preacher? When I give my heart to Jesus, I become a citizen and made a joint heir to the kingdom of God. This world is not my home. We're just passing through it. The Holy Spirit showed me something about this little church the other day. I have to be honest with you. As a pastor, I get discouraged and thinking, you know, why don't we shut the doors? Nobody's wanting to come no more. Nobody, we got people leaving left and right. Why don't we just shut the door of the church and, and let it make the word they want to go? And listen, the Holy Spirit said, you are going to stay right there and you're going to just open the door for those that are hurting, those that are struggling, those that need the word. You're going to feed them. You're going to sing to them. Amen. Let me tell you something. I realized today, playing the piano and singing the way we do, we're not everybody's cup of tea. So we, we need to understand that. So well, what do we, why do you keep doing it? For the ones who do like it. For the ones who do come in. Amen. And let me tell you something. I can take you up to my mom's house, and she'll take you in Laverne, but if you think you're going to get an eight-ounce rib by steak, you're sadly mistaken. What you're going to get is some pinto beans and some cornbread, fried potatoes, and if you're lucky, maybe a pound of bacon on the table. Sounds good. I know, I'm starving. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because that's what she serves for Larry. Well, why don't they leave? No. You're not leaving. But what I'm trying to tell you, God has got a different buffet set up and hangs a post. We're not everybody's got the piece, so let's quit trying to be that. Mm. Let's just be what God wants us to be. Amen. Let's just praise Him. Let's just worship Him the way we know to do. You know what? If I could play the piano like some of these other contemporary styles, I would. But I can't. So therefore, I, I don't get discouraged. I just play the way I know to play. I do for God what I know to do. I know to do how I'm I wore this old book out. Amen. Look at it. Look at it. The pages are falling out of it. But I know what I, I'm doing, what I know to do. And I'm asking you, are you doing what you know to do for the Lord? That's all he requires of you is a reasonable service. Amen. So don't get discouraged. Let me tell you something. I got news for you. Some says, yeah, but look how many's left us. I found out that a lot of them's left us. They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going anywhere. They don't want to go. They don't want to go to church. Sister Laverne, I can't put that thirst and hunger in there. I can't put that desire in. They don't want to go to church. I can't make them. Amen. Oh, I can go to them and beg them and plead with them and offer them to do this, do that, and get them to come back. But then, you know, as soon as it gets a little cold out the door, they go again. I can't do that, Larry. But what I'm asking you to do, amen, is just be faithful and keep coming the way you're coming. Keep worshiping. Keep singing. Uh, Teresa, keep running the power club. We keep running the sound, amen. Jesse, keep teaching the Sunday school, amen. And keep singing the Lord. Praise the Lord. What are you saying? Listen, he asks us to be faithful until he comes to get us, amen, that whatever you're doing, do it to the best of your ability. Amen. Don't get sucked down into this world and the cares of this life and what this world wants you to become and do. Amen. Let me tell you something, Larry. 
This world is going to burn. And all the things in it. So they no need. You know, I preached a message one time and Tanya just shook her head at me like, you know, and some giggled in the audience. But I was serious. It's no different than when I go to a motel and I'm going to stay one night there. And I go in and I get all excited. Oh, God, Tanya, look at this. Look at this bed. Oh, look how beautiful. I love this bed, Tanya. Look at the second And Tanya's like, see, what's wrong with you? We're only going to stay here a few hours. You know, it's no different than us getting so crazy about a world that we're not staying in. It's no different than us being so caught up in the world that we live in that we miss the rapture. That we miss the calling up of the saints. Jason read about it this morning. Amen. Let me tell you something today. The world is a vacuum. It even tries to suck preachers into it. And if you don't stay in the Word of God and you don't stay on your knees and you don't stay in a good relationship, it's so easy to get drawn in the current. Down. And the next thing you know, you get depressed. The next thing you know, you get angry, you get dull, you get bored with your companion. I don't, I don't want her no more. I want me a new one. I'm finding a new one. I don't like this one no more. She's going to brush her teeth away. I think she ought to brush it. She'll come higher than I like it. She wears the same clothes she's worn for 30 years. Amen. These are thoughts, these things that the world, that the devil will pollute in your mind. My mommy told me this, and it was one of the greatest things that I've ever learned in my Christian walk. And I found it in the Word of God after. You know, and I used to get so mad at her. I used to think, why do you tell me that? Why is that, why is that even important? And she used to say this, like, until you learn, son, to be content, and everyone finds real joy and real happiness. Because you can't see the good things you got around you for looking for something that you may never get. I used to think that's the stupidest saying about me. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard anybody say. And then I found where Paul said, Be ye therefore content. And he meant it. He meant it. He sung in jails. He ministered. He wrote letters to people while you were in prison. How do you do that while you were in prison? You know, I mean, literally. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but you're in an inner prison and you're writing or you're talking. And I would say, really, buddy? Can't you pee somewhere else? You know, he was in an inner cell, which meant he was under where they peed. And yeah, I've I done a search on that. They've done that to break him, Larry. They've done that to make him give up preaching. They put him in the worst part of the prison where all the, the sewage came down on him. But yet he never quit. He would not stop. Because he wanted to see you and I today make it. Now let me ask you something, and I'm closing. What is your part in this church? What do you want to do? What do you need to do? What do you need to do to keep others? Amen. Pointing toward the cross and pointing to the rapture. Whatever it is, do it. Do it with all your heart. You know what? I never would have dreamed. I'd be able, I'm just being honest. I never dreamed two years ago, William, you'd be a good Sunday school teacher. Especially to the kids. I never dreamed that. 
But it's many, they love you. Seems like they're excited about coming and going and hearing you. Amen. So God be, God be for it. Hey, take off, good boy. Run with it. Amen. Love them. Amen. Listen to me today. Larry is leading the men's ministry. Amen. Why would you let Larry? He's old enough. Amen. No. We've got to have him something to do. Amen. So we let him lead the men's ministry. And now, from what I, I, the last two Sundays, uh, he's been picking songs out. <laughs> no, but I love to try. Stand with me today and let me encourage you. Let me let me encourage you to come to the Lord for the Lord. Keep singing the songs. Let me tell you something. What you got coronavirus can't take away from you. Amen. Amen. I was talking to my mommy yesterday and her voice was so weak. So weak. But she's still looking up. She's still looking forward. She still said, I said, Mama, how you doing? I'm hanging right in there. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Amen. She refuses to give up. Refuses to quit. And I believe with all my heart that if my mama leaves here in the next few days or whatever, she'll leave here singing a song to the best of her ability. I advise you to do the same thing. Keep your heads up. Keep your hands in the air, praising the Lord, and let people wonder what is up with you. What is up with you, buddy? Our nation's falling apart, and you're going around telling everybody about Jesus. What is up with you? Amen. Let them wonder about the good things that God has done in your life. Thank God. If you need to pray, they come and pray.